This is the Rad Podcast. Rad is both who I am, Rachel A. Dawson, and what I'm here to do. Share what I'm reading, that's the R, an action step, the A, and something to discuss for D. And let me just say, because you're listening into this episode, I think you're rad too. So let's get things started with reading. I am currently in the middle of a book I am absolutely loving. It's called Try Softer, A Fresh Approach to Move Us Out of Anxiety, Stress, and Survival Mode and Into a Life of Connection and Joy. It's written by Andi Kolber. She is a therapist and an author. Obviously, she wrote this book, and she's an awesome social media follow, too. This book is right up my alley. I am a major, major counseling advocate. I mean, I've been going every single week for the last almost three years, so I clearly appreciate therapy. I'm also a fan of growing and healing in healthy and practical ways. This book is one that I have been reading with a highlighter in hand. I have been highlighting so many passages and then copying a lot of them into my journal as I go because I do not want to forget these words. They are that rich. I wanted to share a few snippets I've especially loved out of this book with you all today. Andi writes, The stories we weave and the meaning we make from them create templates for how we understand God, life, others, and ourselves. Regardless of the frameworks we carry, choosing to care for and nurture the whole history of who we are was connected to the way we were made to thrive. Isn't that good? As somebody who has spent who spent two years stuck in an incredibly abusive relationship, I absolutely can attest to how that part of my story has created a template that I now view God, life, others, and myself through. I spent so long, like years, trying to shut down and then shaming that part of my story. And the last few years of those weekly therapy sessions have been incredibly impactful as I've worked to really care for and nurture that younger version of me who was deeply, deeply hurt. I've had to do so much hard work and understanding and unpacking those frameworks that I both knowingly and unknowingly created as a result of that one relationship. And that is just one part of my story. So I love that this quote kind of makes room and this this thought from Andi makes room for all of the stories and all of the templates that we create and how they all impact how we understand everything. Um. I truly think that this quote sums up a journey that I'm going to be on for the rest of my life of learning to truly care for and nurture the whole history of myself and my story. And as years go on, there will only be more to add to that. But I do think every little step along the way that gets me closer to the life where I'm truly thriving is beautiful. And I think it's worth it. Okay, some more words from Andi. She writes, It's important that we honor our stories, and it's vital that we understand and have compassion for the biological responses our bodies now have because of those stories. Many of these responses happen whether we want them to or not. 
I cannot say amen enough to this. I am somebody who has diagnosed PTSD as a result of the abuse that I've lived through. And sometimes that means I'm triggered in ways I don't expect or plan for or even want. I'm sure some of you can relate to that. I'm getting chills now even just talking about it. Sometimes my body flinches or jumps when somebody touches me and I didn't see it coming. Sometimes I have panic attacks in a yoga class when a song that my abusive ex used to play for me comes on. Sometimes I start weeping in counseling when my counselor asks me a question, even though I don't know why. My body reacts and responds whether I want it to or not. Kind of like how I literally have chills right now. It's just happening. I have been learning and I will keep learning um, how to be compassionate toward my body in those moments and in the ones that follow them. It's not easy, but I'm learning to try to listen to and love my body when she gives me signs and clues about what's going on in deeper places, even if it doesn't make sense or I feel stupid or something's happening outwardly that I don't understand internally. A little line that I love from Andi that seems to sum all of this up well. Let's dance with your story, she writes. I love it. I think about the Ben Rector lyric that says, I learned to dance with the fear that I'd been running from. Or the Amanda Cook lyric that says, you taught my feet to dance upon disappointment. I want to learn to dance with my story, dance with my fear, dance upon disappointments, and to try softer, not harder. So I highly recommend grabbing a copy of Try Softer. I think it might move you like it's been moving me. On to action. This is a newer rhythm in my life, but one I've quickly come to love. I subscribed to the New York Times Sunday newspaper, and every week it shows up on my doorstep just waiting to be read. It has been a really sweet way to slow down on my Sundays after church and just read the news, read stories, articles, opinions in an old-fashioned and really tangible way. I have read far more news articles than I ever did before, and I think it's because of just how tactile and enjoyable the process of reading a real newspaper is for me. I have learned a lot in just a few short weeks about things I never really thought about before. I have disagreed with some things I've read. I've had a bunch of new questions that I've written down. I've gone on some rabbit trails of research and just looking into things. I even started a fun new collage project I'm excited about. If you're curious, I'm basically just cutting out snippets that strike me as I read little parts of headlines or quotes or just cool art. And then I'm collaging them together on one page of a new notebook. And I think it will be really fun to see how it evolves over the coming weeks and months. These collages kind of feel like mini time capsules or a snapshot of the world on that one particular Sunday. And I just think that's really cool. My parents have long subscribed to the newspaper, so I have so many memories of them always reading a paper over breakfast or over dinner or on the evenings on the couch. I have sweet memories of reading the paper with my grandpa around his kitchen table when we visited and him always handing me the comics or the kids section to spot those 10 differences between the two colorful images. There's just something that feels nostalgic and meaningful about reading the newspaper, and I'm glad to be continuing the trends my parents and grandparents and probably their parents and grandparents started long ago. So, hey, maybe grab a Sunday paper. They're pretty full and exciting, more than just the weekly ones. Maybe grab one at the bookstore when you're next there, or read the paper at your local library. Sometimes coffee shops have them. Or subscribe yourself to whichever one strikes your fancy. You just might fall in love with it like I have. 
for discussion. So this week on my bookstagram, which is the Instagram I have solely dedicated to books, you can find it at all the rad reads. I opened up the floor for any and every kind of random question that people wanted to ask. So I thought it'd be fun to answer a few of them here so you can get to know me a little better. Just a new way of discussing. So first question, if you had to listen to one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? My answer is Need to Breathe. They have been my favorite band for years. I love how they've evolved. They are so much range in their albums. There's just a sheer volume of music they've created. I never get sick of them. I truly love them so much. They're amazing live if you ever get a chance to see them in concert. What are some of my guilty pleasures? I would say my main one is candy. I am a big sugary candy fan. I've almost entirely switched over from the really bad for you stuff to eating smart sweets, which if you haven't tried them, they're these amazing candies. There's a couple different types. They only have three grams of sugar per bag. That sounds like an ad. It's not. I just really love them. And it feels like less of a guilty pleasure when there's only a couple grams of sugar as opposed to the tons of sugar that's in Skittles or Nerds or all my other favorites. I also really love salty snacks like popcorn and chips and salsa and just all the crunchy things. Um, also the bachelor franchise. <laughs> I know it's awful. I just can't quit it. I don't really have a ton that I feel guilty about, but I guess those are probably a few. Next question. This was a fun one. What is on your perfect taco? The one that came to mind right away that I love is a taco at my favorite local spot. It's called don't look back. If you're ever in Richmond, it's corn tortilla. There's crispy tofu, some chopped red onion, some cilantro, a squeeze of lime juice, and then some hot sauce. It's simple, but so good. Are you usually early or late? I am always early. Like if you say something starts at seven, I will be there by 645 and I will wait in my car until it's socially acceptable to enter. I have tried to be late and I can't, like I just cannot do it. I am always, always, always early. What author is so amazing that everyone should read at least one of their books? I'd say Brene Brown is one. You will be better for reading her words on vulnerability and courage. Okay, there were a few fun questions about kind of my personality. Some were like, what mythical creature would I be? What type of candy I would use to describe myself? Um, the last one that I'm going to answer is actually what vegetable I would be. I think that's hilarious. I kind of struggled to think about it, but I think I'm going to go with uh, broccoli. <laughs> I think when my hair is really big and crazy, it kind of resembles like the poofiness of broccoli. It's also green. That's my favorite color. It's my birthstone too. I was born in May, so I have emerald. Um, it's a pretty versatile vegetable. Uh, it can be fresh or crispy or roasty. Maybe those <laughs> adjectives also describe me. I don't know. It has a strong stock. I like to think that I have a strong core to my personality. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. This is such a stretch. Um, but yeah, I think broccoli would be my vegetable to describe myself. All right, here's the last question. What was the best day of your life? I don't know that I can pick just one best day, but uh, a day that I'll remember forever is one from about two years ago. It was in Denver, Colorado. It was the day I got to cage dive with sharks. I know it's weird that happened in Denver, but there's an awesome aquarium there and I was out visiting my brother, so it all just kind of lined up. If you don't know, I love sharks a lot. I have a shark fin tattoo because they are just my favorite. I'm so in love with them. 
This was a major like life bucket list moment for me. Um, and it was cool to, to conquer the fear of scuba gear and breathing underwater. It was very trippy to me. And I did not think that it was going to be that hard, but it was. But once I got in the water and saw the sharks up close, I was in heaven. It was so cool. After that, uh, we explored the aquarium. We got lunch at a good local spot. We went to the tattered covered book, tattered cover, excuse me, a bookstore, which was awesome. We stopped in some local shops. We ended the day getting drinks at this like high rooftop bar downtown, watched the sunset. It was such a good day. It was full of so many of my favorite things. And I crossed a major thing off my bucket list. Um, the guy I was with at the time didn't stick around, but those memories will. So that's a win. Well, friends, that is it for this week's episode. I'd love to ask you to subscribe to the podcast, whatever app you like to listen to them in, and make sure you see all future episodes, which is awesome. If you're loving listening, would you mind leaving a review? It is a great way to help new friends find the show, and it's fun for me to hear your feedback too. I would be forever grateful. Okay, before you go, let me leave you with a benediction of sorts. May light break through the shadows of your season and illuminate new beauty along your way. May love surround you with its warmth and gentle kindness and may it empower you to carry on. May the strength of the Lord give you fuel for your faith and may you cling to hope with a white knuckled grip despite whatever storms may come. You are dearly, dearly loved and I am grateful you are here. for me online i'm on twitter and instagram at rachel a dawson and my bookstagram is at all the rad reads for everything else you can find me at racheladawson.com the music and mix for this episode were created by my talented brother drew dawson you can find out more about his work on twitter and instagram at underscore dawson music underscore thanks for listening into this episode and stay rad friends